Welcome to Holistic Hearts, a place to dive deeper into living holistically, a place where my mom shares thoughts on living fully, creating intentionally, and empowering others to come along with her in this journey. Hello there, everybody. This is Joshua and Kristen with Holistic Hearts Podcast. <laughs> I thought I would do it yeah. a little different. Are you to keep that one? <laughs> we should definitely keep it. Okay, if you hear random noises of like chewing, <laughs> it's our newest addition to our family, our little puppy, a golden retriever. His name is Banner, and he's enjoying a little treat for a few minutes. So we could sit and record another show for you. There you go. So today we are going to be talking about one of my most favorite subjects of boundaries. Hot diggity do, because this is super important to any relationship. And, you know, boundaries is such a good thing to learn about in a never ending process of learning. So hi, Joshua. Hi. <laughs> Thanks for having me on again. Yep. Uh, I, I really like doing the show with you. It is very fun. Yes. So let's talk about boundaries. Well, I think the first thing we wanted to mention was in previous episodes, if you've been listening to our marriage and parenting little series that we've been doing. Um, we've really talked about boundaries a lot, kind of intermixed um, without really ever saying it, but we have been talking about how to have appropriate boundaries in different scenarios. So mm-hmm. I wanted to kind of start there. So if you haven't listened to the other episodes, go um, back, go back. It's they're good on specific topics, mm-hmm. um, maybe some other tools for boundaries. We won't hit on everything today. Well, let's talk about what is a boundary. So a boundary in ourselves is a limit. We only have so much of ourselves to give, to receive. Um, and the best way that I've heard it explained, this goes way back to when I was in school for psychology. And I heard a study about how children, they did this experiment with children at a school where they let the kids outside on a playground, but there was no fence. And all the kids stayed close to the school. They didn't feel like they were free to explore. Um, They just kept close to the school building. Then they put a fence, a barrier, of where they could go. And every student ran out the door and went as far as the fence. Some went to the middle, but they felt safe enough to go away from the building. And that to me was like a light bulb in my brain of like, oh, that's what a boundary is. It's a safety of like, oh, I can go to this point. And everything in between the building and the fence is free to explore. Does that make sense? It does. <laughs> I think the uh, the other thing we're talking about boundaries is it's a it's a um, it's a barrier as well from keeping things out, mm-hmm. and so it's 
you deciding where something like kind of where you draw the line as far as letting someone else in. So in that same scenario, um, the reason that the kids felt safe was because it was also keeping things out from that area. Mm-hmm. Um, not only that they could, you know, be safe to that, that line, but it's going to keep bad things out. Right. Mm-hmm. So it, it's a it's a distinction of where kind of you uh, end and somebody else's be- begins right is another way to put that. That's a good way to explain it. Yes, exactly. So one one thing within marriage in our relationship is boundaries are so helpful to learn because, in our communicating with each other, that's a big example for us. I can say, for me personally, I feel like a boundary has been crossed in our marriage, in children, in friendships or school opportunities, whatever, is I get a gut reaction of, I get resentful. And as soon as I start to feel that, intensity within me. I know that my boundaries has been crossed. And another thing too, is my mom is a licensed professional counselor and she actually runs boundary groups. And one of the things that she's coached me in is when we say yes with our mouth and our body says, no, we feel that tension growing in, in us. And that resentment starts to boil up. Another thing that I've heard too is the quote of when we say yes to something, then we're also saying no to every other thing. Or you can flip that around and say, when we say no to something, we're saying yes to something else. So for me, the most pivotal aha moment was in young motherhood. (laughs) I was sharing with Joshua before the show, I remember a specific time where I felt that bodily response of resentful. So as a young mother, I was, I had those four littles under the age of probably five at that time. Five. Yes. And one who absolutely did not ever want to be away from me. And so every Sunday was just a rough go. (laughs) I mean, just for 45 minutes for us to drop this kiddo off was, you know, it meant the world to me to have a break for 45 minutes. Yeah. And, uh, so the nursery person asked me (laughs) if I would love to volunteer in the nursery. Um, and God bless her. (laughs) I, instantly had tears come up in my eyeballs and flow down my face of, are you kidding me? And it was said out of a guilt, like we need volunteers. And yes, I absolutely think that if you are called to children and news and nursery and all of that, and you're not in the throes of motherhood, that's a great opportunity to help church out. Absolutely. Yeah. Give those mommies a break. Yes. <laughs> but for me in that instant was instant resentment of like, I just want 45 minutes 
to not have to be on duty. Right. And so for me, the, the shifting place of being aware of, well, my body's actually responding and I, everything in me is saying no. And my people pleasing part of me is like, yes, <laughs> right. you know, um, and well, learning. And to that, it's, it's not kind to yourself to no. want to say no and then say yes. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and there's, I mean, there's probably some like psychology, like you're kind of screwing with your own mind in right. that way because you end up saying yes when everything in you physically in that scenario of like physically, emotionally, you were drained and could not say, right. <laughs> you know, but then the, the, like you're saying the peer pressure or the, the people pleasing inside of you, mm-hmm. um, it, it, it can be detrimental to your overall psyche if you continue to do that right over and over again i guess would be my point right because in that scenario i'm not listening to what i needed if i'm saying yes to somebody else's need before really caring for my own heart in that season um and i think unfortunately there's a lot of that self-sacrificing to our detriment um, as mothers, as believers, as spouses, right. as spouses. And I think that's what the point that I'm driving home is there's a kindness and boundaries of if, if you can't cheerfully say yes, like the verse says, let your yes be yes and your no be no. Right. And letting it flow out of the outpouring of your heart. That's huge. So if you don't have that outflowing, or that's not something that you can give, then that's okay. Right. Um, and being, yeah, being okay with that. Mm-hmm. Cause I think we do get very into these situations where it's, you know, like I, I, you feel like you have to say yes mm-hmm. to something when, again, it, to your point, it's being kind to yourself to say no, mm-hmm. if you're not in a season to be able to say yes. Right. right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think of the other example of just like school functions and bringing, yes. bringing food or, you know, those kind of things where it's like, if you just don't have the capacity mm-hmm. to do it, but a lot of times moms will get pressured into bringing, bringing something. Right. And, and then get either shamed because it's not homemade and, you know, organic, gluten-free, whatever it is, right? <laughs> right. That it's, mm-hmm. it's a store-bought something on your way to the school function. <laughs> um, all those things that kind of come into all that. But again, boundaries is setting up, hey, like, this is my capacity. This is what I can, I can do. Mm-hmm. And part of it is learning I think it's such a learning process of like, man, is it ever to, to being okay with however somebody else is going to react to it Mm -hmm. is not your responsibility to manage how other people are going to react (laughs) and, and, or take that, take that on. Right. Right. Um, Yeah. So for your example, Kristen, with the the lady that asked you to Mm -hmm. volunteer, it's like, just saying no and letting your no be no and just right. kind of 
you know that can that can be hard because you you want to be explain and yeah and or you want to be seen as the like person that's going to help right. or you know whatever but just saying no and just letting it be like your it's not your responsibility to how they feel that or like if that makes sense like yeah. mm -hmm. and, and giving back in the way that you can give back is, right. is the other thing right yeah. if you can't do that Maybe it's something else that you can do that would you have the capacity for, right? Mm -hmm. And letting somebody else fill that that portion. Mm -hmm. And really diving into your own strengths and what you can bring to the table is what you're saying of like, well, no, I can't do that, but maybe I could, I don't know, pray. <laughs> or I'm just thinking of a, of a young mom and that's maybe exactly where she's at of feeling this tearing of like oh i should say yes see it's the shoulds come back into play and i don't want to but i should just take a step back and reevaluate and say well what could i do or what is and even going back to what jesus do you want me to do and i promise you he knows your capacity so just bringing it back to him is always always good all right, so let's talk about just specifically within marriage. So one of the things that we've talked about is on previous episodes uh, is really speaking up for yourself in the self-care that we've talked about. We can't read minds much to our <laughs> not dismay. all the time at least <laughs> oh that's true we do have a weird <laughs> capacity of reading each other's mind it's kind of freakish but just we are responsible for our own journey and our own healing so just as we've shared with the self-care we have to speak up and say hey i i need a break or i need to go for a run I need to go play basketball. And when we need a break from parenting for a moment or even from each other. Yeah. And we got to do our own work with our own story, healing, counseling, all of that. Yeah. So I, um, I don't know if this is a good analogy or not, but I, I think of it in like, concentric circles mm -hmm. as an idea so hear me out on this <laughs> where we were just talking about like our our self right and our boundaries for ourself and that's the first circle so you're in the middle you got this circle either you have these boundaries that you have to set for yourself um in in what you control as far as your your own being mm -hmm. does that make sense mm -hmm. And then if you're married, have a significant other, like they're, they have their own. Mm -hmm. And then in around that, you have your marriage mm -hmm. as another, like there's boundaries in your marriage, right? Mm -hmm. So there's, um, so setting boundaries around how you're going to communicate with the opposite sex around, you know, right. in your world, right? So it, there's those kind of boundaries around marriage yep, that yep. you have to set up. Um, and a lot of times uh, I think it becomes like this, un, in some degrees, like an unspoken, like, 
you know, agreement around what those boundaries are. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it has to be very intentionally worked out and worked together on how that's going to work. Communication. Communication again. Right. So again, those boundaries for yourself, boundaries for your, your spouse, um, your marriage, and then there's also the boundaries around your family mm-hmm. as well, right? Let's keep going on the boundaries with your within your marriage. But any other thoughts on where that's at? With boundaries in your marriage? Yeah. Well, I think it applies to so many different areas. It can apply to intimacy things. It can apply to who they are and who you choose and they choose to be in close friendships with of the opposite sex in particular. Yeah. I'm trying to think of other area. Well, so another area is faith that we've talked about before of, of letting go of the other person's journey. And like what you were just saying, the bound, I, I only go so far in this marriage of two people becoming one. <laughs> right. And I have to let you have a journey of your own with Jesus. And I need to, to work on my own stuff uh, is staying in your lane. You know, I'm going to stay in my lane. I can't control what you're doing. Right. You can't control what I'm doing, but that is a healthy boundary. Well, and I think another one, and there's probably a lot more to that side of it, which we I think we've talked about a little bit as well mm-hmm. um, earlier on in different podcasts, but but around even around work is another yeah. another big one. I'm mm-hmm. just thinking of like some big big pieces. Mm-hmm. There was a time when I was I was working, and it would be long long hours. I mm-hmm. mean into the middle of the night kind of long hours. Yes. And again, it comes, uh, this, this theme of the communication is is probably the biggest key to that. Mm-hmm. But also setting those boundaries. Because for, for my, in that instance, I was not very good at communicating. And it, it ultimately came down to me not wanting to disappoint Kristen of like, I didn't want to call her and say, hey, it's going to be, this late and then hear the like disappointment from her. And so in my mind, in my delusional space, it was like, well, if I don't call, it'd probably be better. Cause at least I'm not gonna like hear that disappointment. Right. <laughs> but I was not good at setting the boundary in right. work and saying, I'm going to work till this time. And then I'm going to go home. Right. Um, it was let me allowing people to, intrude on those boundaries and to kind of manipulate that. Mm -hmm. And so it was a bunch of boundaries being crossed all over the place. Which I would add, if your spouse's boundaries are being crossed, then that affects your marriage. Absolutely. So it's a ripple effect. Yeah. That wasn't just my, like, and that's why I was saying those are the kind of concentric circles Mm -hmm. in order for the, for that to affect my boundary, mm-hmm. it had to go through 
the marriage boundary first, right? right? The family and then the marriage boundary Mm -hmm. in order to get to my personal boundary. So there's a lot of times where um, it very much affects the, the, that ripple effect, like Mm -hmm. you're saying. So I guess in that it's communication, it's deciding, Hey, we're going to set these boundaries around what this is going to look like, you know, how late you're working, um, how much you're working, um, and, and being on the same page with what does that mean then? Because Mm -hmm. I think it's, it's vital then that you're on the same page of, okay, if this is what is expected through my job, mm-hmm. do I one, take that job? Mm-hmm. Do I need to get another job? Um, if it's, you know, or can it, can it be something that you're working through? You know, for a long time, it was, I had a couple nights a week that it was late nights for me mm-hmm. um, at work. And we just kind of set that and saying, okay, these are the right. couple of nights that I'm going to work late. Uh, I won't be home for dinner. Um, but every other night I'm going to be home, you know, mm-hmm. and sign, kind of really communicating what does that look like? And mm-hmm. ultimately in the marriage, having that be set. And if for whatever reason, that boundary needs to be crossed once in a while, it's communication on right. top of communication mm-hmm. um, so that there's not another boundary crossed with your spouse and them being upset because you didn't, you know, communicate that to them yeah and think thinking of some of those examples in um reading the boundaries book um on especially around marriage uh which if you haven't read it pick it up yes we'll put a link at the bottom of the show notes yes (laughs) but just again all coming down to speaking up for yourself and Mm -hmm. if if it's around being late uh, i think of the example of you know he, him giving uh, if you haven't read it again pick it up but uh, one of your sp- one of the spouses being late and just saying okay i'm i'm leaving at this time <laughs> and if you are not in the car i'm leaving without you which is really it seems very harsh and that and that's, say, that example kind of makes me mad <laughs> well and it, i and i think sometimes it, it it has to be kind of harsh right yeah uh, and i think we've seen that in our relationship in some degrees yeah in different ways but it sometimes in order f- to kind of kick start drawing the line in the right. sand yeah yep. exactly and and i don't want to make light of of course there are more serious issues than a spouse being late all the time to an event together or something like that. It could be addictions. It could be, um, disrespecting your time or whatever. It could be infidelity. It could be any number of things, but, but in all of those situations from, from minor emotional damage (laughs) to gigantic emotional damage. It all starts with sometimes you need that firm line of the sand of, I will no longer be disrespected in this way. And it's all about how you view yourself. If you are valuing that you are a valuable person, then you, you rise up to the occasion of, I will no longer take this. Right. Um, so yes, that book is, it is great, but that example. That <laughs> <laughs> was just the first like, one that Dr. came Townsend, to my head. <laughs> come on. You could come up with a better one than that. Uh, 
but I, again, it, it comes down to like what and how you're going to tolerate whatever that is. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I kind of transitioning into the family or being parents, like, I think that's, can be a, a pretty difficult one, um, as well, because it's a lot harder to, I think of, you know, kids that are, that have a little bit more needs or whatever. And so there's that, you know, kind of clinginess to, right. and so there's, mm-hmm. there's different, um, thresholds, if you will, uh, around how you kind of have to manage that. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, Kristen, to your point around like, um, communicating to the other spouse, like I need a break. Mm-hmm. If you know, if you've been home with the kids all day and right, um, you're an introvert and <laughs> <laughs> you have had no alone time, right? Like mm-hmm. you have to say, okay, this is the boundary. I need this time. Yes. When you come home, I'm off the clock for X amount of time. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever it might be. Yes, and it and diving a little bit into the the verbiage in that too i i'll throw myself under the bus so that was me last week of just feeling very um very smothered last week and something that reminded me in just re-picking up boundaries and this is such a journey in our growing relationship with each other, with ourselves, with our kids. So rereading boundaries again and remembering how, no, my kids aren't making me frustrated or my kids aren't making me feel like I just want to be alone. (laughs) Like the you description of you are making me feel this way or, um, which I don't know if I necessarily said you guys are driving me crazy, but I know I probably have said that in some point in my parenting or this is all Joshua's all, fault. We think, I think we all have. <laughs> I am responsible for my own emotions and my own feelings. So if I felt overwhelmed and suffocated, <laughs> then that is up to me to rise up and say, hey, I need this. I need time alone. And that is not up to Joshua to read my mind. It's not up to the kids to read my mind or to read my passive aggressive uh, attitude about whatever. (laughs) That's not up to them. That's totally on me. And one thing that we've learned in therapy is to really validate our kids' emotions our own emotions and say, it makes sense that I feel overwhelmed and I need to speak up for myself and just continuing to validate and not taking it on as our own. So like, even if our kids are frustrated or they're having anxiety or who knows, there could be a gamut with the whole COVID-19 along with all the other childhood stuff. Um, and they're angry and frustrated that's not mine to pick up and hold it as my own. Does that make sense? And, and walking in it with them, 
yes. at, at the same time. So I know that's that's it's a right. It's a hard. It's distinction, a coming alongside, but, right. Without picking up their baggage, yeah. and taking it on yourself, right. Which is so hard. <laughs> <laughs> so very hard. It can't, yeah. It, and yes. we are not. Uh, the only reason why I felt like we had to do the show, which I definitely, even last week we were going to record it and I was like, I don't feel like we can. I'm cause like I said, I was feeling overwhelmed right? and feeling like I needed to work and refocus on boundaries and for myself. So I just want to reiterate that this is a growing process. Oh, it is. And it really takes intentionality and practice around it as well like i mean to your point saying that you know reading boundaries again Mm -hmm. um it takes a lot of uh, effort to even realize i guess that you're that you're looking at the world in that way Mm -hmm. right um i think of another book that i read a while back it's called go suck a lemon Mm-hmm. Uh, which we'll put in the show notes as well, <laughs> but it's all, t- it's talking about emotional intelligence and the whole idea of like, Kristen, to your point earlier of saying, well, you're making me feel mm-hmm. what X, Y, or Z, right? Whether that's a marriage relationship, whether that's with your boss or with your kids or whatever it is, mm-hmm the whole idea of like that, even just thinking about that sentence about you make me, you're making me feel giving something you a lot of power. It, it one gives the other person absolutely uh, a lot of power. And it, it like just breaking down the sentence, it doesn't make any sense logically. <laughs> like um, you're the only one that can make yourself feel you're, you're mm-hmm. the one feeling the feelings. Mm-hmm. Nobody else can make you feel anything it's it's your decision and reaction to how you're interacting with your the world around you right yeah so you get to make the decision which takes a ton of practice because again we're not it's just not something that we uh we do every day uh it's i mean i think early on you hear on even a tel- you know television show like you're you're making me feel or you're you mm-hmm. know you're causing this in me or whatever it is right mm-hmm. um, or in your own household growing up you might have heard something like that but it's so it's just it's ingrained in us to right. think that way that others are make me feel a certain way mm-hmm. um, and it's it takes that it's the boundaries and that um, personal responsibility of no i get to determine how i i feel about whatever circumstance that i'm in and i get to react in whatever way right i think of another podcast uh is it's we can either say it's happening to me or for me Mm -hmm. right Uh, and kind of that same idea of like are we twisting those circumstances or whatever's going on to the positive or to the negative. Mm -hmm. Right. And I I get to have a lot of control around that. Uh, When we give up that control, we're giving up that boundary and we're allowing others to dictate that, dictate that and permeate that, that boundary. Mm -hmm. And now we kind of start to lose ourself in that. And we, we start to, not be able to speak for ourselves or for what our needs are. Mm -hmm. And you get this kind of commingling 
codependency like weird intertwined thing with maybe not only your spouse but your kids or Mm -hmm. somebody at work or somebody at church or or wherever right Mm -hmm. you just in it becomes very kind of suffocating to a large degree where you you feel like then your world's just out of control and it's like well i've got to do this and i've got to do this and Mm -hmm. um the kids have to be in you know five activities all the time and i can't say no to anything and your world just ends up kind of and and no wonder we're stressed out and i was gonna say it leads to disease like it really does i mean you, you can't keep going at that pace right yeah totally agree yeah so uh, boundaries it's really at every angle of our relationships in our lives and and no matter what aspect like you know financial faith work kids ourselves our health mm-hmm. all of those things so we didn't touch on on a, a couple of those things but I feel like we could talk forever about boundaries, but I do want to throw out there before we end, I am going to be doing a boundaries book coaching group. So we'll read through boundaries. So if you are interested, we will start in September. So send me a message on social media, Instagram, or hop on my website And we'll post all those links down below. And I'd love to have a good solid group because I would be right alongside with you (laughs) learning again more and more about boundaries. And that would be awesome. I wanted to throw out too that next week we will be doing a grab bag question and answer with us, Joshua and myself. So if you have any questions for us, we would love to hear from you. Um, I just put on my social media, <laughs> I said, it's the Q&A with J&K. <laughs> so, That's good. So what kind of questions can we ask, Joshua? What do you think? I would say anything around parenting <laughs> and marriage. Oh, okay. <laughs> Since this is a parenting and marriage series. I, I, that sounds good. Yep. And we're we're not too shy. So if uh, yes. any questions. <laughs> hey, if you've heard me speak at Mops, you know where that, <laughs> <laughs> that comment just came from. There you go. We are not too shy. All right. Well, thank you, Joshua, for coming back on again. Thanks for having me again. Yep. Go draw some boundaries. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to Holistic Hearts. As always, leave a review and don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. And if you'd like to find out more about my mom and all the things she is writing about, go to www.kristenfieldschadwick.com.